Oh boy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're on another session of Leadership Talk, the 29th session of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. I have with me a friend and a brother, Neota Egbe. And tonight we'll be looking at the topic, leadership and men. Leadership and men. Um, it's such a privilege to be on tonight. And I'm sure that you're gonna be listening and getting a lot of value all over the world. This is also gonna be on podcast, on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. You're welcome, sir. Neota. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you just tell us, introduce yourself, who is Neota Ebe? <laughs> ah, yeah, usually that's a tough question to answer. You would think that having done um, broadcasting for so years, it would be easy for one to introduce himself. Okay, Neota Ebe, full name Neota Obasa Ebe, um, a Nigerian born in the south, south part of the, from the southern part of the country. Um, I used to call myself a, an extrovert until I discovered that I'd rather stay in my room and lock my door and read a book. Um, but I like people. I like to leave a smile on the face of the next man. Sometimes that's been taken for granted. But hey, you don't stop doing what you know you ought to do, even if you're being taken for granted. Um, I like food. Hmm. I like to cook food. I like to sew. I love acting. Yes, wow. but I've never been in a movie. And I don't know, maybe there's a producer somewhere who's watching that can say, okay, let's, let's try it But basically, I love God, and I know he loves me. And I like to, as much as possible, let that love and grace be made manifest to as many as are willing, or I think deserve to know about it and should have it. Yeah. So basically, that's me. So you, you love to cook? Yes. Wow. So whenever I get the opportunity, I do that. What's and your... my children love it. Wow, wow. What's your favorite delicacy, please? Uh, nothing spectacular, just my local African dishes. Yam porridge. Okay. And there's a way I cook my okra soup that you, you, can't, you can't have it like I do mine. Now, everybody might say they have theirs. No problem. Um, I love also cooking... Um, uh, our dishes are dikai kong afang, atama. So I love my African dishes. Wow, wow, amazing, amazing. Now, how did you get into leadership? Huh. I really don't know because I think I've always run away from anything that would put me in front of anybody. I would love to, I usually would love to stay at the back. I like to work from behind the scenes. But I almost always have to uh, find myself in the front, not because I want to, but because somebody says, hey, you, come and do this. And I know that things need to be done. I see mm -hmm. the need and I step up to, to take care of the need. And sometimes it's not convenient. Hmm. The truth is, okay, leadership is not convenient. Hmm. <laughs> leadership is not convenient. Um, so, but you see the need. You see hmm. the, the, the vacuum and you want to see that it is filled. So you just go for it and get it done. And as you do it, you're adding value and you're seeing people being blessed and people being changed and you're, you're happier, you know. So that's, I, I wouldn't say it was a deliberate step. So I, I read all the books on leadership and I positioned myself for leadership. Mm -mm. I, I don't think that's it. 
I just find out that at every point in time, and honestly speaking, I always run away. You know already now, okay. I always run. But somehow, somehow, I always get pushed into that position. And hmm. I, so I, I've, got, I've come to understand that it's what God, God would have me do. So just go ahead and do it. Wow, wow. Amazing, amazing. You know, I just want to uh, celebrate you. I want to salute you. Um, you are someone I admire so much. Um, you are a person of value. Obviously, you're in the media. And uh, I mean, some of us have been watching you for so many years. And um, although we, we didn't have uh, that interaction until to recent, you know, but I mean, you have been providing that kind of leadership. Um, most recently, the ones that you, the program that usually have, um, I think somewhere in a, you know, a beautiful, uh, you know, uh, is it conservation center, a resort? <laughs> East Africa, the environment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, very beautiful, very beautiful setting. And it's most times at the Lufasi Park. Um, yeah, some in the Lake Ekpe Expressway, or either there or the Nigeria Conservation Foundation around um, Chevron. Okay. So those okay. are the two locations I use most times for this recording. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, um, we're talking about we're looking at leadership and men. Hmm. <laughs> leadership, men, <laughs> men, 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 and leadership. Is this, know, we can is this something we can finish in one day? I don't we think so. We can't finish, you know, we can't even finish it. You know, most women feel that, um, you know, they're always talking about, most seminars are always about women. It's not usually focused on men. I want you to speak to uh, this this um, area of leadership, men, men, uh, men, men, men. Uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting. You can see that I'm laying a lot of emphasis on men. Now I want you to speak. What's what's the um, relationship between leadership and men? Okay, um, I know we're speaking to a general audience. It's not a Christian audience. It's not a religious audience. But permit me to yeah. just step back a bit, um, not from the science perspective, but from the um, religious perspective of creation. God created the humans, right? Um, and He made man in His image and His likeness. And then from him, he brought out the woman. Okay, so, but if you want to say how, what, how, we, how do we even begin to think about man as the leader? The male man, I, I usually do that to differentiate. There's a female man, okay? But the male man was, um, was created first and everything was placed in him. Um, yeah. Borrowing from the scriptures, the Bible tells us that anything that Adam named, God just ticked it. In other words, Adam had to be downloading from God directly for him to be able to name and God would say, good to go, you know. So <laughs> until Adam named it, he wasn't named. So when Adam mm. named a monkey, it was a monkey. Adam did not name a monkey and God said, no, 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 son, that's, that's, a, that's a crocodile. No, he called him a monkey and God said, good to go. That tells us one thing, that God placed in man the position to open up things, to determine how things work. Move that to one side. At the fall, after the um, scriptures tell us that the woman ate of the fruit and God said they shouldn't eat, nothing happened until Adam took that bite. And as soon as Adam took the bite, the fall happened. So imagine, um, my pastor was teaching one time and, and he asked us this question. He said, imagine 
if Adam did not eat of that fruit, the fall wouldn't have happened. Because when Eve ate the fruit, nothing. The Bible says she took it and gave her man, and he collected it and beat it to him. So she had already eaten it. So if Adam had not eaten, the fall couldn't have happened because in Adam was placed the headship. Yeah. In Adam was placed the leadership, the authority. Is it that the woman is not a leader? No, the woman is a leader. Please don't get it wrong. The woman is a leader. But the woman is made to be a help meet, a help meet for the man. That's the scripture. I'm not the one that said it. But where you find a woman stepping up is where the man has failed. And many times she would have tried to help and seen that she can't do that. She can't help. Or the man is not giving her room to help. Then guess what? She steps in and takes control. But a wise man, I hope I'm not jumping the gun here. Yeah. A wise man steps back yeah. and begins to empower. You see, you said someone might ask the question, what about those women in leadership positions? What about the women like Ibukon Awoshika? Again, I think I'm jumping, I'm going too fast here. Women like Ibukon Awoshika. How women like um Okonje like, um, Wela, like the vice president of the United States of America, women, women like um, Hillary Clinton, the and president I the president of the Tanzania, of Tanzania, the new president of Tanzania. There was a president in a, is it Burundi, a female president. Yeah. There are women in leadership positions across the world. Guess what? If you go back and check, these hmm. women had men in their life that empowered them. Hmm. Okay, so. Um, my pastor was traveling at one time and came up at the airport. He met um, Dr. Okonje Wella, Ngozi Okonje yes. Wella, and her husband. And he wanted to go and say hello to the Dr. Ngozi Okonje Wella. And before he could get to her, her mm. husband was there. He was the bodyguard. He was asking, Yes, why do you want to see her? You know, asking him all the necessary questions, putting all the checks. And all that, hmm. just so that, just so that he can gain access. My pastor answered all his questions, and it was when the husband was satisfied that he's okay, he answered the questions correctly, that he was given access to talk to Dr. Ngozi Okonje Wala. Her husband was the bodyguard. But see this: for that woman to thrive so well, that means there's some level of peace in her home. Hmm. There's some level of peace in her background. For um, I, you, many have heard of Joyce Mayer. I understand it's her husband that plants her itinerary. He plants her itinerary. Today I went, I went to church. The church I attended, the pastor is a woman. Her husband sits down there. He's, he's not the pastor. She is the pastor. But he plans, he does the service planning and all of that. He ensures he, he's empowering his wife, giving her room to express herself opening mm. up opportunities for his wife to express the gift in her. Mm. So it's not... The map okay. is built to be... <laughs> I know there's so much... Stuff, you know, Sorry. You're unpacking. It's massive, massive. No, it's okay. I mean, you don't need to... You have not committed any offense. That's the reason why you're here. I mean, to, to add so much value. And uh, you're speaking from experience as well. Um, you know, this... Uh, men go through so much. Uh, they tell you, you, men don't cry. You know, you need to be a man. You know, 
uh, you're not supposed to show your vulnerable side. Can you speak to that? Okay, so um, growing up, um, I don't know about you, Goke, but I didn't have any man come to tell me this is what a man is supposed to be. Uh, this is what you're supposed to do as a man. This is how you should dress. Indeed, I learned about my beds and mustache. I learned about it in um, integrated science and biology in school. Nobody, uh, when we learned about puberty, nobody taught me how to shave. Nobody mm. taught me that I needed to wash my um, private area because mm. at least when hair starts growing, nobody taught me I needed to shave my armpit. Nobody wow. did that. Wow. But guess what? The young ladies, from the day the lady is born, the little girl is born, she's taught how to sit. Hmm. She's reprimanded when she's not sitting well by everybody around her. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Let's, let's, let's paint this picture. Okay, you and I are sitting in a park, and a young man walks in wearing a sleeveless, a, you know, this inner shirt that's sleeveless, and bomb shots. He'll walk past, nobody will say anything to him. But a young lady walks through that same park and everybody will be looking at her in two ways. There are those who are lusting after her and there are those who are like, what kind of girl is this? Doesn't she have parents? Did she not look at her mirror before she left her home? See the two sides. But the young man walks through, nobody was like, he's a guy. He can't hmm. take care of himself. Hmm. And that is the disservice we do to our brothers. This is the disservice we do to our sons. The disservice we do to the men in our lives. Because we feel like, I mean, they can find their way. I mean, he's a man. But the woman is trained from the moment she's born. They say they are training her to be a wife. They are training her to take care of a man, to take care of her children. Hmm. Hello? What about training the man to take care of his wife and his children? What about training the man to manage resources? What about training the man to find the resources, to work, to nurture the things around him? Hmm. So over time, where the man is just he's born, he's allowed to grow. If you see a man that is trained, many times he's trained by the women, he's trained by his mother, or trained by his sisters, or trained by his teachers, but his father or his elder brothers, mm -mm, because they themselves were not taught. Hmm. They were not taught. So it, we need to begin to step back a bit and begin to teach our men. So amongst the things that men are supposed to be taught, that men are supposed to be taught, one, how to take care of yourself, two, that your voice will crack at a certain time and go deeper. Hmm. That you're, you're going to grow beards, you're going to grow hair in certain places. How do you take care of them? That you're supposed to groom yourself. Hmm. That you're supposed how to treat a woman. That you're supposed to be a gentleman. That you're supposed to nurture everything around you. Men hmm. are supposed to be taught that every, everything around them is given to them to nurture. Both mm -hmm. men and women and resources brought to you. You're meant to make them better. That's who you're created to be. Awesome. Okay, so you, you, it was no joke, or it's no joke, that when a man and a woman come together, who determines the sex of the child? A man. Come on. The man determines. The X and Y chromosomes are in the male. Mm. So if the man releases the X chromosome, if he releases the Y chromosome, you see what happens. It is not anything. It, is, it was God-ordained. That hmm. tells me that if the man does not take his place, society is a mess. And the hmm. woman is forced to find a way to step in and do things right. Wow. So you find many times women stepping in to, to, to handle certain things that they are not supposed to.
Hmm. If the men take their place, a woman, excuse me, a woman can be the president of this country, mm. but be sure that the man in her life is a man who will support and nurture her and ensure that there's nothing distracting her. That will be a man who is secure. That will be a man who is, oh, sorry, that will be a man who is secure in his vulnerability. Because mm. for you to nurture your wife to the point where she's ahead of you, she's hurting, she's heading, um, she's um, leading an entire society or leading a, an organization and you're just in the background means you're, you're secure in your vulnerability. Mm. It's okay to be vulnerable. A man is supposed to be taught that it's okay to cry. It's okay to shed tears. It's okay to say sorry. It's okay mm. to open the door for a lady. It's okay to stand back and let somebody else go ahead of you. It's okay. It doesn't change who you are. It actually wow. makes you wow. a better person. Wow. We, we have so much to unpack tonight, you know. I, I have, um, I, I have um, I've been a man, and I'm still a man, you know. But I've gone through moments where uh, I found it difficult to ask for help, mm. you know, because it's expected that I should be a man. Um, why is it difficult for men to ask for help? It's that thing of uh, is that thing I was saying earlier about uh, you're a man. You're a man. You 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 because you're a man. You're 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 not meant to cry. You're not meant to. You're not like every other person. You're different. Hmm. You need to be strong. I mean, everybody looks up to you. You cannot be um, anything other than strong. You know that the fact that you have a broad chest and you have a deep voice. Yes, you have to be a man. Hmm. That's a lie. Hmm. Please, it's a lie. Hmm. That we have lied to ourselves and we have allowed ourselves to be lied to that it's, hmm. it's not okay to cry. Hey, it is okay to cry. It's okay to shed tears. It's okay to be vulnerable. Hmm. It's okay to open up yourself. Now, hold on. Would you be hurt? Yes. But the fact that you're hurt doesn't mean that you should stop being yourself because you're hurt. Do you stop being you because you said sorry? No. Hmm. Be you. Be free. Be yourself. Be vulnerable. Hmm. Because your being vulnerable helps, helps the people. Vulnerability helps the people around you understand that you're human. Hmm. It helps the people connect with you. You see, hmm. when you're always... Okay, so let, let's, let's pull back a little bit. There is no man that is not vulnerable. Hmm. Every man is vulnerable. Some are vulnerable to different things. Now, you know, there are some men they call woman rapper. <laughs> so any, they are vulnerable to anything in some, some people might on this platform all over the world, they are listening. They don't <laughs> even know what a woman rapper is. Can you just... Okay, so let me explain what a woman rapper is. A woman rapper is that man who uh, cannot help but respond to a woman. The, the moment he sees anything in skirts or anything with long hair or that has... I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm not objectifying any woman here, please. I'm very sorry, but I'm just trying to explain something any man who cannot help but respond to a woman is termed in, in the Nigerian parlance a woman rapper. But the truth is this. Every man is a woman rapper. I may not respond to the fair ones. I may not respond to the dark ones. I may not respond to the, the, the Caucasians. I may, not, I may respond to the very dark ones, the ones from um, East Africa, the very dark ones. But then, Goke might be responding to the Caucasians. He doesn't hmm. respond to any other person but the Caucasians. 
So, true. so at every point in time, every man is vulnerable to one kind of woman or the other because it was made so. Hmm. God made it that way that everything would respond to its seed. Hmm. Do this. If you place a man in a room, a, a, a test was done. I, I, read in, I read about this test in Gary Oliver's book, uh, Real Men Cry Too. Hmm. Real men, is it real men cry too? I think so. Gary Oliver. Okay, so two, two people were placed, a man was placed in a room. It was a test that was done. Uh, men were placed in a room and they passed certain things. They were connected to certain measuring devices. They passed certain things in front of them. And the device, the measuring devices were to check how they respond to uh, the different things. So, first of all, a a flower was brought in, a, a flower, the gates did not move. Um, they brought in some other things, the gates didn't move. They brought in a baby, the gates shook a little bit. They brought in a car, the gates moved. They brought in money, the gates moved. They brought in a naked woman. Woo! The gates got to the end for all the men. Hmm. They took, out, took them out, brought in these women, brought in a woman, uh, brought in women, and they did the same thing. They brought a man in front of the man. Yeah. But in the, did the same thing, but they, sw they swapped everything. Hmm. The gates moved at the sight of money, shook, hmm. moved at the sight of flowers, hmm. hit the end at the sight of a baby. Wow. Remember for the man, he did not shake for the, <laughs> he did not shake for the baby. Yeah. It tells us one thing. Everything hmm. responds to its seed. Hmm. It might be. I, I've, this is a life, a life, a life situation I've seen where a guy was in need and a child was in need. The lady went for the child, hmm. saved the child first, then came back to help the man. It's it's a natural thing. Guess what? Yeah. I, you might be standing on the road, and a guy driving by would stop to pick a lady. First of all, if he sees a woman with a child, many men will not stop for the woman with that child, but they see a delectable young lady standing beside her. They will stop for that young lady before they will stop for the woman with the child. It's a natural thing. So if we understand this, what do we do when we understand this kind of responsiveness, the way we were created? Nurture. Okay, I don't even know. I don't even know. Go ahead, go ahead. Because we're created to respond to our seeds, hmm. you find out that the man who will not respond to you that has a need, a fellow man that has a need, will respond to a woman. And then, as I said earlier, in Nigeria, they'll call him a woman rapper. Does that make him any different from every other man? No. It's just that he has a weakness. Hmm. He has, a, as we say here in Nigeria, he has a mumu button. And the woman that he responds to knows that mumu button. So this is how I usually... I, I, I painted the picture. I said, every, every man is a woman rapper, but mm. um, it is a woman that knows the type of material he is that ties him. So mm. see this, there are different kinds of material. You have brocade, you have um, adire, that's um, African print materials. You have abada, uh, you have um, khaki, you have um, cotton, you have silk, you have um, damask, you have, there are all kinds of materials. Yeah. So, you cannot use a silk material to tie a headscarf. Hmm. But there are some women, there are some people that know how to use a silk material to tie a headscarf. Hmm. This is um, 
um, a jersey, right? You can't use this jersey to. Uh, how do I say? You can't use this jersey to do a pocket square, okay? But there are some people that know what to do to use this jersey. If you take this jersey and put it on a regular sewing machine, you may not be able to sew any stitches. But there's a special machine that's used to sew this, and yeah. it makes sense. So that thing about the one that understands the type of material he is will yeah. tie him. Hmm. It's not every woman that knows how to tie gilly. Hmm. That's a big head scarf that, the, that we have in Nigeria, big head scarf. It's not every woman that knows how to tie gilly. But see this, there are women who are experts at tying gilly. Hmm. But meanwhile, that same material that's used to tie that big headscarf can be used, or head, headwear, can be used to sew an outfit. There are some tailors that know how to use that material to sew. So the woman that understands the type of material the man is will use that man well. Wow. And all of us will be wondering how. Why? I thought this man is a hard man. You see that man who's always very hard with a very mean face that doesn't smile. Yeah. There is someone he smiles to. Might be his wife. Might be his daughter. Might be his girlfriend. Might be his mother. Hmm. There is a woman that knows his mumu button that will just go there and beep, and the man is jumping all over the place. And you're wondering, what happened? Wow. Amazing. We've been, we've been on with uh, my brother, my friend, Niota Egbe. He's a media consultant and he's also a media practitioner. He's a global player. I mean, he's fascinating. He's dropping so many nuggets tonight. He's uh, also a certified John Maxwell coach, speaker, and trainer. Uh, I just want to appreciate um, quite a number of our John Maxwell coaches and speakers on this platform. Mary Ellen Nadi, uh, Mabuja. We have uh, Olayi um, Wale. Odemi is uh, from Joss Play 2. Kene Chuku Agaba, also from, uh, is in Abuja. Uh, so, and your humble self, and my, including myself, you know. So, this is not a Maxwell gathering, but, you know, uh, we're just trying to add value at a time like this. We're trying to show up uh, even at a time like this. And speaking to leadership and men, you know, um, I just feel that. Um, a lot of gatherings is most for women, you know, they gather women together. In fact, I, I, you know, women just feel that, you know, men are not spoken to. Is, mm -hmm. is, it, is, it, is this true? Mm. Yes. Men are not spoken to. Okay, so many times um, going to, um, growing up, uh, We've gone for marriage seminars, and um, I've found out that many times, okay, 70% of the conversation in those um, relationship programs and seminars are directed at the women, 70%. The bulk of the conversation is directed at the women. But women have, they have all kinds of mentorship groups. If the women have how many days in a year to be celebrated? International Women's Day, Mother's, and even the Mother's Day or Mothering Sunday is twice in a year, um, mm -hmm. from the Anglican Communion and from the Catholic Communion. So it's twice in a year. International Women's Day. There's only one day for the men. <laughs> There's one day for International Men's Day, and at every point in time in society, women. As I told you something about a child. If you ask all those on the platforms, you could just put it out there. You see that? Maybe they should even put it in the chat room. Let's see. At every point in time. What's the question? You want them to every, No, at every point in time, let the women tell us. From, at what age were they being taught how to sit? 
how to behave, how to act, how to eat, how to talk, at what age. So you check this. If a lady is, say, 20 years old, for 20 years, that lady has been taught how to sit, how to dress, how to talk, how to behave, how to respond to certain things. Hmm. If she is 50 years old, even as an elderly lady, her friends would always go, ah, Matilda, come on, don't talk like that. Hmm. Why? Because they have been taught and they, they, have, they know how to hold themselves accountable. Hmm. But see us, <laughs> see us. We're hmm. men. So we're out there, we're running, we're doing things. We do not. We hardly ever hold ourselves accountable. Wow. See, for the ones who are, who are yet to submit themselves to the leadership of Christ, see what happens. They go ahead, they misbehave, they come and talk about it. But, hey, guess what? Well, I don't chop that side. Forgive my local um, going pigeon. I don't chop yeah. that side. Yeah, if you go there, go chop your own. It's what's done. It happens. It might not be everybody, but it happens. And the thing is this. We, do, we hardly ever hold ourselves as men accountable. Hey, what happened to that relationship you're in? Why would you even do that to your friend? Why would you? Are you okay? No, don't you understand that you need to nurture? Your... Why are you beating down? Why are you? No, we hardly ever hold ourselves accountable. But these women hold themselves accountable from day one. Hmm. The older ones to the younger ones. The younger ones to the older ones, they hold themselves accountable. Hmm. from day one. So it's, I think it's about time men begin to deliberately speak to themselves, mm -hmm. deliberately speak to their sons, deliberately. Now I, I notice some guys are actually taking out time to talk to their sons, to spend hmm. time with their sons, to hmm. let their sons see them in action and begin to learn how to behave, how to handle certain things. Hmm. It's a deliberate well, action. I, I know. I, I just want to use myself as an example. As an example. I really never really had anybody speaking to me as much as I would have loved to. And I made some massive mistakes, but thank God for the grace of God. You know, um, and I'm sure that there's some people, you know, who were, you know, who had similar backgrounds like myself, but they just drifted away, you know. So I, I just want to speak to you to speak to that. So uh, what are the consequences of a man not having mentors in his life? Mm. <laughs> uh. Decay. Wow. The consequences of men not being trained or not having mentors in their lives. Decay. Mm. Carelessness. Mm. Man just grows up to what he, whatever he knows, whatever he finds out there that he, he can take in, that's the one he knows. If men don't have examples ahead of them, what happens is a society is wasted. Wow. If men do not have good examples, if the examples that the men are seeing are wasted men, they end up being wasted unless, unless they find a way around it. <clears throat> so... Um, I can say this because I, I actually talked with my other brother about it. And before I got married, I had to, I looked at my other ones and I prayed a prayer. I said, Lord, give me something better. Hmm. I want something better. Down the line, my eldest brother comes to me to say, thank you for being an example to us. I, I'm like, I was, I was shocked. 
I mean, me, an example to my elders. How? And he says, yeah. no, you are an example to us. Thank you. But that, for me, was, a, was, a, was added responsibility, as in, mm. you cannot drop this ball, man. Even if you wanted to drop the ball before, you can't drop this ball now because even your elders are looking up to you. So behave yourself. And whatever scrum, scrum, as in whatever <laughs> a virus that might want to come in, you better throw it out, you know. Mm. But so I looked and saw a difference. I looked at the scriptures and saw what a husband is supposed to be. Ephesians 5, 20, talked about husbands from verse 20 down. The portion that you talk about, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave yes. himself for her. To present her to, um, uh, I'm trying to paraphrase now, um, to make her clean by the washing of the water, by the word. So the words he speaks to his wife so that he can present her to himself. Yeah. I know he didn't say present her to God. Present her to himself, hmm. a bride without spot or wrinkle. Hmm. So when I take care of my wife, I'm not presenting my wife to you. I'm not presenting my wife to the world. I'm presenting my wife to me first. Yeah. If she is without spot or wrinkle, the world will appreciate her. Yeah. But if I cannot present my wife to me without spot or wrinkle, in other words, if I cannot cherish my wife, hmm. if I cannot love her, if I cannot appreciate her beauty, the world hmm. will not appreciate her. Hmm. But I wasn't taught this. I read the Bible, saw that, and somehow I don't, I really can't say. Yeah. Decided that I wanted something different. And the truth is this I'm still learning. I'm still looking for something better. We're something... still learning. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a journey. I, I just yeah. want to say that, um, you know, all over the world, um, you know, women are, you know, celebrated. I, I mean, I, I, we all, you know, um, products of coming through mothers, they've been nurtured, you know, raising us up. And I just wanted you to speak to why is it that fathers are absent even in the nurturing of children? They leave it to the to mothers. Yeah. Or, you know, men. Leave that um, role. Um, okay. I said something earlier. I said they don't know any better. It is what they have seen, it is what they've been told, if they were told anything. It is what is the example that they've seen all their lives. So if you see men, there are a few men who are seeing good examples and their marriages are different. Mm. What they've seen is what they are, they are exhibiting. If there are mm. no good examples out there, um, fathers are absent because all they know, the examples they've seen is, you're a man. Go out and find what your family will eat. Go out and look for the resources to take care of your family. You cannot be sitting down in the house. You're a man. Go, go, go. You're a man. Go, go. So he's going. He's going mm -hmm. to find what his family will feed on. But see this thing. If he is, if he has a better example hmm. and he sees a man who is there, hmm. sees a man who is part of the upbringing of his children. Mm. If that's the example he has before him. Mm. Um, so someone said, if you see a man who beats his wife, check. Mm. In his life, he's, he, there was a man in his life who he was looking up to that was beating the woman in his life. Mm. So 
many times the examples these men have seen. Hmm. If we, if there are no examples, a, a man who who's not there feels like he's a man that takes care of the home. Hmm. It's the woman's space to make the marriage work. Who told you? Hmm. See, if you go back to creation, the man is, Scripture says the man is the head of the woman, hmm. as Christ is the head of the man. Hmm. So if you go back to creation, again, hmm. until Adam bit into that fruit, the fall did not happen. So hmm. you need to understand this. It is hmm. not the woman's place to ensure the marriage works. Wow. It is you. Hmm. It is you. Go wow. back. And do your work. There is work to be done. It might need you being mm. vulnerable. You're too hard. Wow. Wow. You're wow. too hard. Now I just want to I just want to use this to corroborate what you just said. You know, uh, Barack Obama, I think it was last week, and he showed a picture of himself and his, his dad. I don't know whether he saw it on Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was what did he say? What did what did yeah? Yeah, yeah. I I saw the picture. Okay, I did, did you yeah? What can you, you know, what he said there? Do you want to just speak to it, or sh should I just? It's like what I just. It's like what I just said now, where he said my father was hardly around. He came yeah. in once in a while to visit, and he left. But yeah. and the last hear, time, his last time he saw his dad was when he was ten years old. So, but you see, he made a choice in growing up. Did he have a rough childhood? Yes, he did. He hmm. there were there were ups and downs here and there, but he made a choice. I want to be a different person. I want to be, I want to, I want to, I want to leave a mark. And he made that choice based on some of the people he came in contact with. Hmm. Some of the people he came in contact with helped to shape him. To model. Today, today he was, he's a two-term president of the United States of America. Talked hmm. about globally. Did hmm. he come from a poor background? Yes, he did. Who brought hmm. him up? His mother. But then he came across certain men that spoke into his life. And now hmm. he's a different person. Wow. Wow. You need to understand it. As a man, you may not have had anybody speak into your life, but you can decide that, you know what? Nobody spoke into my life. I will speak into somebody's life. Hmm. I will make somebody else better than me. If hmm. I cannot, if nobody made me better, I will help somebody be better. Hmm. So you just step back and begin to do something differently. Well, this is where I want to jump in now. Um, for, so for someone like yourself, I mean, the people that were ahead of you, um, were not shining their light as they ought to. And you were able to, you know, thankfully through the scriptures gain some momentum and, you know. But for those who are not even, you know, like scripturally aware, you know, how can one even get men to mentor? Where can one go to, you know? Is there a gathering where you can, or, you know, a mentorship group where you can get people to speak into you? Can you, can you just speak into that please? Um, okay, so there, there used to be, I know that they're watching movies, you hear about the men's club. Um, there are some that they go to see naked women. There are some men's clubs where they go to sit down and talk to men. They mm -hmm. get their play games, talk politics, and some younger people are usually allowed in after a while to see how men ought to be, how gentlemen, gentlemen's club, how they ought to behave and all. But the truth is, um, there is no, there's no, um, there's no place to, so to speak, where mm. men can go to get um, mentorship. Hmm. There is no place wow. that I know of. Wow. Okay, to the best of my knowledge, there is no place where men can go to get mentorship. But there are a lot but of places where men can go. There are a lot of places where men can go. 
a lot of places where women can go. There are a lot of places where women can go. Oh, oh, hold on. What am I even saying? You have things like for in Lagos or in Nigeria, you have things like Wimbis, women in business. Yeah. There's a there's another one that I was invited to at one time to speak. I think it was two years ago. It was a women's group, a leading women's. What's the name of that group? Leading women's, but something leading women. Some women have all of these groups here and there. And the funny thing is, when I got there for that leading women's group, I saw that some of them, their husbands came. Their husbands were supporting them. Go ahead, do this. It's good. Yes, but the men had it. You know why? Because we have this thing about us. No, no, I don't need any man. I don't need any man. I do. I'm a man. I know well because that is the example we have seen. Mm. That is the example we have seen. I don't need any man. Okay, recent we we had um, 21 days of conversations for men. The first one, and we're going to have it again in April, but it won't be 21 days. He said. But the truth is this: for that 21 days, we had men come and go. On the average, we had like 22 men every day for 21 I want, days. I just want to jump in real quick. I just want to thank you for what you did. 21 days showing up. You know, mm. I know it was have been draining for you to show up uh, on Instagram, you know, but I, I learned quite a bit, you know. And that's what even drew me to you to come and speak on, you know, uh leadership and men, because I was looking for someone that could speak to this. And there were some nuggets that you, you know, and so when we do these things, sometimes we think it's just uh, you know, accidental. But you know, even as we are speaking right now, there are people listening all over the world that some people are going to be listening in, in the podcast, you know, um, and also in the replay. Because we we sometimes we just overlook these things and think that men will just become men and become successful. Most of the men that suffer moral failure is because of lack of mentorship. You know, how do I even relate with the opposite sex? You know, how do I, I mean... I don't want to begin to drop names now because this is a very professional gathering. But I mean, men that have gotten to the peak of their careers all of a sudden just won't sleep. So I want you to speak to that, please. Yeah. The again, the examples that men have are far and in between. Hmm. There are very few, hmm. and it takes one who feels like. I'm tired of this point. Um, John Maxwell will say, proof of the proof of desire is that you need to be angry with where you are. You need mm. to move. You need to get tired of where you are and look for something better. You'll get it. Mm. Um, I was saying that about the fact that in that 21 days we had those conversations, we had men come. I wasn't the only one speaking, mm. but we had men come to talk about the things that were share things with us and yeah and in all of those days there were moments where men were vulnerable hmm. and did that change their masculinity no it actually makes you a better person hmm. there may not be a place where men can go for mentorship but there are men you look up to and you can from a distance actually say i want to be like this person hmm. and begin to tailor or channel yourself in that direction or you can actually reach out to them and say, hey, see where I am. Hmm. I want to be vulnerable to you. See where I am. I need your help. Hmm. Help me be better. Hmm. And don't, in doing that, you don't, you're not doing that to be a burden to this person. You're doing that because you're wanting help. You're wanting to be better. Hmm. Am I complete? No. Hey, 
I am, <laughs> I am looking for, in fact, there are men in my life that every, today, I was supposed to go and meet with one, but then I remember this meeting and I had to cancel that. I had to call to say, please, can we shoot? We will schedule to tomorrow. But yeah. see this thing. If we do not move, if we do not make any difference, you would, you would only give birth to you. Hmm. But if you choose to be better, you will give birth to a better you. Because hmm. I may not, all that I, I am learning now is so that I can teach my son. Yeah, yeah point. Back. I can pass it on to my son. So he's seeing me do things and he's wondering, Daddy, why would you do that? And I say, well, this, at the end of the day, it will be better for us if we do it this way. If we go the way you were going, mm -mm, we will not hit the mark. Mm. But sometimes he, I hear him say, I want to be with my daddy. So I come back and, and I say, I want to go out. And I say, I'm going out with my son. His sisters go like, why are you always going out with your son? I say, well, he's the only man in the house for now. So I want to spend time with my son. But I do spend time with all my children. I make out time for all of them. I just want to share um, a story, you know, just to... I was speaking to one of my friends uh, recently. And he said that um, a friend of his who, whose wife was abroad with the children mm. uh, went visiting. And as he got there, you know, uh, he saw his son and uh, he hadn't seen him for a while. And uh, they went for... Uh, a, a basketball, you know, coaching session, mm. you know. And so his son found it very difficult to even, you know, sit around his dad. And, you know, anytime he saw his basketball coach, he run towards him and hug him. And, and he said, he sat, sat down and said, what has gone wrong? For his son to find it more convenient to be around this basketball coach and him being the dad, the connection has been broken. Do you know what the guy did? He quit his job and he had to relocate <laughs> to where his family was. I said, look, this is like a crisis moment that if he doesn't redeem the situation, in the future, <laughs> it's going to be even huge in terms of... I have, of, I have yeah. a friend here who yeah. quit, the senior manager in a bank, quit his job yeah. to go and be with his family. He has three wow. boys. I was like, I need to be there for those boys. And he went there. And guess what? He went back to school. So that as they are coming back from school, all of them, they sit down, they are studying together, and he, he and his sons are connecting again. Wow. There is something about men. Men, especially boys, like to hang out with, the, with men. They like to hang out with their fathers. And if the father is not there, something is... Sometimes the father is there, but not there. Hmm. We need to be deliberate. Mm. I chose that word carefully. We need to be deliberate. Make out time to be with your son. Mm. Go for a haircut. Go for a walk together. Just two of you sit down. Whatever it is you're doing together, both of you. Let him know. Let them know. That's your sons or the men around you. Let them know you are there for them. Mm. Let them know they can come to you. Let them know they can be vulnerable to you. Mm. Let them know they can talk to you. So um, there was something that happened in the house and my son was sulking. So I wasn't, I, I was here in Abuja, there in Lagos. So I said, I called, I do video call with them. I said, what happened? Everybody, oh, he did this, he did this. I said, okay, give him the phone. So they gave him the phone. He came said, what happened? They were laughing at me. Why? Seriously? 
They were laughing at you, and so you lashed out. Oh, okay. So was it right that you lashed out? No. But why were they laughing at me? Okay, sorry. They will not laugh at you again. But why were they laughing? What did you do that they were laughing at you? Hmm. You tried to do something and did not succeed. And they were laughing. I said, okay. But you see, and I'm talking about the, the discovery of the electric ball. A man tried a thousand times and failed. But the one thousand and one time, he got it, right? That's the story. You know about it. Yes. So how many times did you try to do that thing? Twice. Just twice. And then you're talking? Come on. Okay, do you, are you going to try again? I said, okay, do you know how many times I tried? You remember that game on my, on my laptop? Yes, I did. Do you know how many times I tried? No, I said, I tried it five times and I failed. How many times I tried and I failed? I leave it and I go back. After a couple of days, I come back and I try again and it works. Oh, is that so? I said, yes. I tried several times and it works. Oh, I said, okay, now see what you're going to do. Go back. Hmm? Don't play the game again today. Give it like two days. Come back and play it again. Hmm. And that was it. He hasn't come back to say he has failed anymore. Nobody's laughing at him anymore. Because he's found out that he could talk to his father. Hmm. Hmm. Unless we hmm. make out time for these men, these small hmm. men. Hmm. Let's make out the time that we did not get. <laughs> We did not get time. We did not have anyone spending time with us or taking our time for us. I, I honestly speaking, I thank God for the men in my life. I thank God for Pastor David Obwili, Pastor Dubusa Chifusi. I thank God for Dr. John Momo. I thank God for all the men in my life, Obi Naoma, Emeka Ngomadu, men in my life that were ahead of me, Ubi Egbe, Usani Usani. These are men, these are some of the men that were in my life that mm. I gleaned off from. Mm. Honestly, Bishop, what's uh, Bishop Edohasim in, in Church of God Mission or Pastor Aye, Felix Aye, I don't know where he is right now, but these are some of the men you could see. And you could see that there are some qualities you could pull from these men. I mean, mm. I could see Bishop Aye, I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Pastor Felix Aye at that time, he and his wife are coming to church. They are coming in two different cars because they have, so some of the children, the, the boys ride with their dad, the girls ride with their mom. And so, he waits for his wife to go ahead of him. So I'm like, okay, this is the way to go. At that time, I wasn't married. But I picked that up years ago, 1992, to be precise. I hmm. picked that up. Imagine that I didn't see that. I mean, hmm. my dad didn't have a car. Well, no, hmm. my dad died when I was three. So um, there was really no car. There was no way I could see that kind of example. But I see them like, okay. So I asked him one day, how is it that you're riding? What, why are you not going ahead to open? Say, no, I need to be sure everything is okay with them. So I ride behind. I said, ah. Wow. So we can glean some of these things off some of these people around us. Wow. And the truth is, is, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that God has a purpose and a plan for everything that happens in our lives. The people he allows to come into our lives, there is a purpose. If we can only connect, we will, mm. see, that, that we will see that purpose if we can only connect. And it wow. will take determination to do that. Wow, amazing. We've been on for about 40, almost 44 minutes with it. My friend is just unpacking, dropping massive nuggets tonight. Uh, the man that I call a good, a good man. A good man. <laughs> I don't He's use work. You know? I'm still learning, Goku. I'm still, I'm still growing. <laughs> you, you're trying to be humble. You're a good man. Um, as we begin to move closer to the end of this session, um, I just have two more questions for you. Now, how can the culture of leadership, you know, uh, be, you know, mentorship? 
be built around you know men how can you know we uh put that you know into place for men um i used the word earlier deliberate when i talked about being with our sons being with our children or being with the men around us yeah to pass on the culture of leadership yeah again we have to be deliberate we have to take certain steps so i i'm i'm in this office and there's a young man i i met there i took him under my wings <laughs> but I, I i brought him close and i'm letting him see things and i'm giving him room to ask questions say ask questions mm. i give instructions you get it done ask questions so mm. why did you do this why didn't we go this way because he's used to doing things in a certain way now he's seeing another way of doing things so i tell him ask questions i will answer you wow. we need to be wow. deliberate we need wow. to look out around us and wow. be different from what we saw mm. From what we had in our lives, we need to be different. Wow. You need to do different from what was done to you. Wow. Okay, sorry, let, not, not different. You need to do better than what was done to you, mm. to the generation around you, to the men around you. You need to do better. Mm. So I told someone, I said, this April, we're going to have a breakfast meeting for men in Abuja. And the person like, wow, how, how are we going to fight? I said, no, that's not a problem. I called, um, I called a friend of ours, a colleague of ours, and I said, can we use your place? And I said, sure, I'm available. Please use my place. I said, okay, when we come to Lagos, can we use your place? And he goes, yeah, sure. Just let me know. Give me a heads up. Hello. Imagine that I did not say, we want to do this. Would he be willing to say, okay, you can use my place? Wow. If, if we are more deliberate about how we want to reach out, how we want to help, Things will be different. We need wow. to understand that the fact that nobody helped us doesn't mean we shouldn't help others. Mm. The fact that nobody was there for us should even drive us more into helping others. It wow. should drive us more into being there for others because nobody was there for us so that our society can be better. Mm. Okay, so in the political sphere, we see we see our political system is messed up. The politicians... They don't know any better. Hmm. They don't. They haven't seen any better. Hmm. What they've seen is what they are doing. It's just what they are following. And so they've seen that this is how it is, and so they are just going along with it because that's what they've seen others do. They've seen others come in, and they, so they want to go along with it. The question is, years down the line, when you look back, hmm. would you be looking to say, "I am sorry," or would you be looking to say, "We did well"? Wow. That's the question you should ask yourself. So what's going if to be I, if I if I walk away from here? There's a song we used to sing that we will be remembered only by what we have done. It's a hymn. Mm. Only remembered, only remembered, only remembered by what we have done. What mm. you, what will you be remembered for? Wow. How many lives would, would you be remembered for impacting? Wow. How many wow. men would be, would you be remembered for nurturing to the point where they are successful? Hello, yeah. uh, please don't get me wrong. I am of, I, and I may be wrong, and I stand to be corrected. Uh, I am of the view hmm. that character is the greatest wealth. Hmm. I mean, I do remember my dad's statement, a good name is better than the, all the riches in the world. Hmm. Character. You see, your wealth, your hmm. ideas, your business acumen can only get you so far. 
But what keeps you there is character. Yeah. Are you a person of character? Wow. Are you a person of integrity? Are you a man of your word? Are wow. you one who will say this and it is? Hmm. We have to be deliberate, okay? Wow. Every one of us. Intentional leadership. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Another Thank word. Thank you so much. I've been hey. speaking with my friend and my brother, Niota Egbe, speaking on leadership and men. It's been a power pack session. And um, we now have the last question. Now, who are your mentors? Who are your mentors? <laughs> you want to put me in trouble. <laughs> you want to put me in trouble. Um, it was my, my pastor, who happens to be one of the mentors, who said this. Um, pastor David Obwiri said this. He said, you can only have one father, but you can have many mentors. And the truth is, you can have many people teaching you one thing. The most important thing is that you are a better person at the end of the day. I have many. Wow. Yeah, many mentors. I just mentioned one of them. Dr. John Momo is another person. Um, Reverend Dubusa Chifusi is another person. I have many mentors. John Maxwell, he had, had, had you know, I had read almost as at um, 2003, I think I had read almost all the John Maxwell books I could find. Wow. Uh, failing forward and um, talent is not enough. The three six. I had read all of those books and I was like, where Amazing. is this man? How do I do you understand? You know, so some of these things helped me. I mentioned a couple of those people. Um, Pastor Felix Aye, Bishop Edo Hassan, Brian Manuel Obingwa, my brother in law. Um, these are some of the people that helped <laughs> from a distance. Do you get from a distance? I, I mean, I, I, I'm I came close when I joined um, Dominion City. I came close to um, Dr. David Obueli, Reverend Dubusa Chufusi. When I joined Channel TV, I came close to John Momo. But before then, John Momo was mentoring me from NTA News at nine <laughs> wow. without knowing it. You know, wow. but these are some of the people I looked up to and I was like, ooh. And then when I came close, I see John Momo, perfect gentleman. Wow. Perfect. If you, oh God, if he dotes on his wife. And if you see the way he dotes on his children, come on. I'm like, what? No way that there are people like this. What? Eh, 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 eh. No. So these are just a few of them. Wow. wow. But I also have friends, my contemporaries, that wow. I draw from. Wow. Besides mentors, I have accountability partners. I mentioned one of them, Obi Norma. I have wow. people that I say, Hold me accountable, Ken Emiana. I have people, Steve wow. Onachuku. These wow. are my accountability partners. Wow. So if wow. I am doing, if I'm going south, wow. my wife has the permission to, hello, Steve, your friend is going south. And Steve, where are you? Are you if something they worry you, my friend, come on. <laughs> wow. So it's one thing wow. to have mentors. Wow. It's wow. another thing to have accountability partners. Amazing. Where I work, we are five of us in my, in my unit. And I give... I, I called all the four of them. I said, hello, guys. I don't care whether you people give me permission or not, but I give you permission to hold me accountable. Wow. Just wow. so, and I, and because they know. So I'll be straight up. So yesterday, being Friday, we, we, we finished work, and I was like, hmm, I want to go out. So they were like, where do you want to go? I said, I want to go to a club. One of them looked at me and said, you, go to a club. Look, I'll catch you. <laughs> Because he knows I don't go, to, I don't I go, to, I don't I club. So he was like, "You, I should take it to." He said, "Don't even think of it." 
I can take this one, I can take that one, I can take that one. Well, you. Yeah. Clear. Clear. It it can only be that way because you've given them permission to hold you accountable. accountable. Wow. So this note, we just want to thank uh, my brother, my friend, Neo Taibbi, for making himself available. You've dropped so many nuggets tonight, and uh, I'm sure that uh, those who are also on the platform, if you want to say thank you to Neota, please feel free to drop in, in, in the in the comment section. Uh, on behalf of myself and the team, Leadership Talk with Adegoke, it's been amazing, amazing, amazing being with you tonight. And I trust that, you know, we'll still have the opportunity to call upon you uh, in the future. But uh, mm. share tonight is it's it's timeless so uh on this note thank you everyone for joining and so we'll be oh someone someone's asking yeah. when is the breakfast um meeting in abuja um it's <laughs> it's likely going to be around um let me just give me a minute here i i'll have to get back to you on that but we're looking at before the 18th around okay. the second or third around the second week in april that's okay. when so maybe around the one of those saturdays maybe 24th okay if we're around or saturday okay. 24th yeah but okay. you get to know about it okay okay amazing i'm sure that uh kenneth chuku agaba um uh you know you you'll be able to connect with uh Neota. if you don't have his number please feel free to reach out to me and i'll share his contact with you uh so thank you everyone and have a wonderful thank wonderful you. night all right thanks. thank you Thank you. Yeah.